Welcome to Gadgets for Families, the tech podcast for the family IT person and the people who already have their 2024 Christmas list completed. Stamped, ready to mail to Santa on December 26th. <laughs> they're, they're not going to waste any time. So, and hopefully after this show, we can add a few more items to that list. But, you know, if we, there's a lot coming next year. Next year is going to be a big year for tech. But then again, every year is a big year for tech, right? So, uh, and anyone else looking to get more out of their lives through tech, I'm your host, Jay Benjamin. And I'm your host, Greg Cunningham. And Jason, over the weekend, I read through a little thread that was all these quotes from parents about Christmas lists. And thank goodness my kids are older, but I got the grandkids, right? right. And, but all the quotes were, I'm 75% done Christmas shopping. And then my kids go and sit on Santa's lap. Right, right. <laughs> and it's all different. It is all of this stuff. Like, we didn't even talk about that. Like, they didn't even tell me they wanted that, right? Yeah, Santa Santa gets a, Santa gets a, whole, a totally separate list from mom and dad, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how Santa and mom reconcile those things, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, well, as we continue our end-of-the-year wrap-up, right, we're, we're taking it easy on these last few episodes. Um, but I wanted to continue our, our conversation about tech that we're looking forward to in 2024. So uh, we did iPad last week because that's a big deal for Greg and I. That's that's my main driver. That's my favorite device of all time. And and Greg is going to be looking to upgrade too next year. He loves his iPad mini and and uh, we, we have some big things to look forward to next year. So that kind of deserved its own episode, right? Yeah, so, go back and check that out. And we segmented out... We've got a couple of shorts on the iPads, like our wish list and a summary of some of the rumors. And then mm -hmm. we segment it out for a full video. It's about a 17 or a 20 minute video, something like that. Us talking about all of the different things that are coming next year that are rumored. So yeah. if you're really focused on the iPad, again, if you feel like you're just getting cold this year for Christmas because there were no iPads <laughs> this last year, then uh, go check that out. So. Um, check it out on YouTube and always you can listen to the podcast, but that YouTube video is there segmented out for you. Right, right. So, so I figure we'll open it up a bit more to, you know, to cover some more of these, uh, these Apple devices that are coming up. Um, we know these things are coming, right? We just don't know when, right? Apple is, is notorious for wait until they know that a product is just right and then they'll release it, right? So we can get all of the rumors. They can release that fake news to all of their sources and say it's coming on this day. And if it's not ready, then they just won't release it. So um, that's typical Apple. We know that that's, that's how they function. That's how they work. So also no, uh, no post show this week. Uh, you know, Greg and I, again, we're, we're winding it down. We're, we're trying to make these episodes a little more easygoing and stuff. We have some big changes coming in 2024. But uh, no post show this week, so I apologize to anyone who really loves to to geek out with us and, and deep dive into these topics, but we'll get back to that soon. Um, next week, we're not recording, like we mentioned last week, just to prepare everyone uh, the week of Christmas. There won't be an episode. Um, there won't be any YouTube shorts. It's going to be quiet from us. And then that next week, we'll we'll pick things back up and, and uh, have some more content for you guys. Um, before we jump into the episode, though, uh, like we always say, don't forget to do all those things, you know, hit that subscribe button, hit that share button, join the conversation and let us know what you're looking forward to in 2024. So the, the topic this week, again, is about 
um, what we're looking forward to as far as new technology and stuff next year. Now, we said from the very beginning that um, Greg and I are both, we're, we're Apple guys. We, we love the, uh, we're both in the Apple ecosystem. And the show is going to be geared towards Apple products and services and news and things like that. So with a little more technology and stuff sprinkled in here and there. So, Greg, I can think back to when I said that I was all in. I was going to focus on Apple and basically put Apple person. You know, I mentioned last week when I got my first MacBook Air, when I saw, you know, uh, Steve Jobs come out on stage and pull a MacBook Air. And we both had those iPods and, and the, 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 uh, the video iPods. And, of course, the phone came out. It was a game changer. And, and everyone loved the phone. Uh, the iPad to me was was a revolutionary device. I loved it. But I think for me, when I think back to when I said Apple is who I'm going with, I'm never going to buy another PC. I'm never going to, um, you know, personally, we had to work with these things at work and stuff, but I'm never going to um, focus on multiple platforms. I'm just going to do Apple. I'm going to put Apple first. For me, I think it was around the time when they got serious about iCloud. You know, and, and again, iCloud was nothing like it is now, right? We're talking about just what contacts, calendar, uh, you can view your photos and stuff online. And that was cool enough for me to say iCloud is the way to go, right? It was, it was a pretty stripped down version of cloud services that we had at the time, but now they've improved to add things like private relay and, 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 uh, messages in the cloud and, and iCloud is really involved to be where we kind of where we wanted to be. And there's still room to improve. But for me, at least that introduction to iCloud is when I said that, hey, I'm I'm going all in on Apple. So tell us, you know, for this week's story time, do you remember when you said you were going to go all in on Apple or was there not one single like event or, or service or product that came out that can you remember any time like that? Yeah, I mean, so. When they came out with the iPhone, I was on Verizon, and right. I hadn't started working at Stewart yet. So right. um, I was on Verizon, and I couldn't get one because it was AT&T exclusive here in the U.S., right? It was. Right? It was yeah. So I was kind of bummed about that, but then shortly thereafter, they announced the iPod Touch. Yeah. And I went, oh, okay. Yeah, so, this is going to be I a got thing the iPod them. Touch. Yeah, yeah. So I got the iPod Touch. So I think that was probably step one. Uh, step two probably was when I switched to AT&T after I started working at Stewart and we were going to roll out iPhones to the enterprise. So I switched and, and got an iPhone. Um, 3GS was my first 3G or 3GS. One of those two was my first iPhone. So, you know, it was a little ways in. Um, so that was a transition point. And then I think the final one was when they made the iPad good enough that it could replace my laptop right. for most things. Right. And remember, right. by the time I left Stuart, I was a hundred percent working on an iPad. Yes. And in fact, one of my funnest stories is I actually went out to, um, Seattle to one of our tech partners out there and they were introducing a new product in the industry. And I sat down at this table with the product managers and they're like, okay, well, we want you to log in and work on this. And I pulled out my iPad and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, no, I'm working that? on an iPad. Really? Yeah. So they thought that was pretty cool. Uh, right. Funny thing is, I ended up working for that company and with that team, you know, after that. So anyway, so I think those were the big transitions that told me, yeah, the Apple stuff. And then I think, and I think you'll probably agree with this one, is the mm -hmm. more we get into scary world, 
hackers and phishing and right. all right. of that kind of stuff. It's just, I don't want to mess around with stuff. It's one of the reasons why I struggle a bit with the Mac is there's more opportunities for issues on yes. the Mac, right? Versus the iPhone. So, um, yeah, I mean, those are the things I don't see me going with anything else ever again, partially because I've moved beyond the, I want to play with every different tech out there. Now, <clears throat> I will tell you that OnePlus, I think it's OnePlus has that new foldable. Mm -hmm. That makes it really, really hard. I just want that I, running really iOS. Wanna, yeah, <laughs> you really want a folded phone. I really don't want to fiddle, and it looks really good. I mean, it looks like a quality Apple product, right? But I don't right. want to fiddle around with these operating systems that I have to worry about. So yeah. that's the thing. Mine was more of a journey. I don't think it was that one moment, but uh, I'm definitely all in now. Yeah, yeah. So, and you mentioned another thing too that contributed to my to 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 my shifting towards Apple was the the security, right? Again, we work with Windows, so we 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 you know did desktop support and all of that. And man, that was you know just viruses and 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 even you know managing these virus removal tools and the subscriptions and making sure that they ran on a regular basis and stuff. I got so tired of that. Now, I know there's still a bit of that on the Mac because um, you know these these hackers and stuff. They know that these devices are out there. And I know in the future that it's coming to iOS and all of that, right? These developers and stuff, they're getting more sneaky. They're trying to bypass Apple security and all of that. So I know it's coming. Nothing's 100% safe or foolproof, but it was just less of a concern when I switched to Mac OS and, and iOS. And, uh, and again, there's still plenty to be concerned about, but not as much as, you know, being in the same or connected to you know, a uh, oh, public Wi-Fi or something on a on a Windows computer. Yeah, I mean, you're really risking a lot. So it, it was pretty dangerous, you know, um, using other operating systems. But yeah, that was that was another thing that, that causes that shift. So um, did you, did you have anything current? We didn't we didn't have any current news. Um, uh, no, I wanted to Just, do a couple of follow up items. Um, yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, before we get to the follow-up, the tiny tech tip we have this week, and uh, I, I know I didn't put it in the notes, but my tiny tech tip this week is gadgets for families, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we, we've been, we're at episode 28 now, 28, 29, 29. so, yeah, so we're, we're up there. We've been doing this for a while, and what I wanted to mention, because um, I got a, new, a few subscribers yesterday, some folks that, um, that I talked to. We've went through a couple of changes, a couple of uh, uh, not I'm not going to say iterations because this is the same show, but we've changed the format quite a bit. Right. From those first few episodes, um, maybe around episode nine or 10, we kind of shift gears and we focus on some other things that we wanted to do. Then maybe around episode 18 or so, we shifted gears again and we try to focus. So, again, we said from the start that this was going to be a journey for us. Um, so the show has a couple of different styles. So as you listen through, uh, depending on that style, um, if you found something you like or something that you really, uh, uh enjoyed us talking about or, or going through, then just reach out to us. Just let us know like, Hey, back in episode seven, you guys talked about this, or you hinted that y'all were going to do an episode about this and y'all never got around to it. Just let us know. Just let us know. So not just listening to the show, but 
participating in the show and helping us uh, uh, structure the show and all of that. So that's my tip for this week. Join the the, the uh, Gadgets for Family family. We got to come up with a new term for that. Gadgets for Family family, and uh, yeah, help us make the show that that you want to hear and that we want to hear and that we want to produce. So that's my tip for this week, Greg. Let's get into these uh, follow ups. Yeah, so I've been using the journal app for the last week. I use it every day, and okay, cool. um, um, some things I like about it. Um, mm-hmm. I like that. So we went and saw. We had date night Thursday, and we went to mm-hmm. the temple, and then we went and saw Wonka, the new Wonka show, which I would recommend everybody see. It's good. Um, I mean, it's not going to hit my top ten best movies ever list kind of thing, but it's not designed to be that either, right? Right. Um, right. But it's good enough that I've downloaded the the uh, album, the music, and listened to it okay. a couple of times, and it makes me want to see it again. So that good. So, but anyway, so the next day when I get in there, there's a prompt that says, "Hey, do you want to talk about your outing last night at this address?" And it had the map and all that kind of stuff of where the movie theater was and so Mm -hmm. yeah i said yes and went in and talked about it and and it was just a quick thing plus i've been doing my gratitude daily gratitude entry in there so yeah i'm liking it it'll it'll give you prompts about music you listen to or places you went i don't go a whole lot of places so it was nice to see that it popped up the the movie theater because that was very different for us and uh i like it um super simple to go in and do that kind of stuff i hope they keep working on it um, I didn't do, so normally on Sunday, I do a longer entry where I go in and summarize the week and I didn't, it didn't feel like that was the place to do that. I'll probably still keep doing that in notes, um, just because it's more long form and it feels like the journal stuff is more designed for, you know, quick, quick kind of stuff. So, um, but it's not on my other platforms and honestly, that's really frustrating. I wanted it to be on my Mac because... Right. Right. I've got that keyboard sitting right there, right? Or at least on my iPad mini. So I've got a little bit more screen real estate, but having to go to my phone every time. And remember, it's only the last couple of months that I've been using my phone mm-hmm. as much as I have been, right? I mean, normally my phone kind of sits there and does its thing because I'm using my other devices. So they yeah. need to get it over to the other platforms. But if you're trying to get into journaling or you want to like do something like a daily gratitude entry or you can never think of what you want to write about. Well, this is going to help you do that. And I like it. They've got a nice message in there that says journal only has access to the things you decide to comment on. So like it can tell me that I went to the movie theater, but if I hadn't hit right, it wouldn't have been able to pull that data into the journal app. So I think they've done a good job. This is definitely a good way to get started on journaling. So, cause it's going to give you prompts and try and help you think like one of them was think about a song um, another one was think about something you've learned recently. I mean, there's some pretty good, pretty good prompts in there so far. So I would recommend it if you're trying to get into journaling or if you just want something super simple, mm-hmm. um, go there. Uh, and then, you know, Apple, because I know you listen to us, get it on the other platforms. It's not that right. hard. Right. I'm sure it's coming. Tim Cook, I know you're listening. He's, he's one of our biggest friends of the show. So, right. <laughs> so let me ask you this. And this is more of a personal question. Uh, you don't have to answer if you if you don't want. But date nights were usually always on Friday for for you and you and your wife. So did it switch to Thursday, or you, y'all just went they, on this Thursday because of the movie? They did because my daughter works on Fridays. 
Right. Okay. I figured it was a, I figured it was a change. Yeah. So let me tell you, we we had this thing on on the team back when we worked here. We knew because people would always oh uh, let's let Greg know let's let Greg know nope date nights is him and his wife on Fridays do not message Greg on Friday night so we cut between us on the team we knew to limit our communication with you on on Friday night when we left the office on Friday not to not to disturb you guys but uh, I'm sure there was something that came up that that would yeah you know we would always yeah have to I contact mean you, but I'd like to move we it back conscious. to Fridays yeah. yeah I'd like to move it back to Fridays but she a lot of her shifts are until seven o'clock at night and daycare here closes much earlier than that. And so, you know, we moved it to Thursdays. We tried Saturdays, Saturday mornings. Yeah. Cause the other thing is I don't like date nights when places are packed. So Friday yes. afternoons are a struggle. Now the nice thing is, you know, once I moved back here to Utah and especially working on my own, I can kind of say I'm done at one o'clock on Friday or whatever, and we can go have date afternoon instead right. of date night, right? And get into the restaurants or to the temple or wherever before they're crowded. And uh, so, yeah, we do Thursdays. It's pretty pretty, yeah. pretty mellow, pretty chill, pretty chill as far as the places we normally go. We don't do anything fancy. We go to the temple almost every Thursday. Mm -hmm. And then depending on what time we get out of the temple, we'll go grab food. If it's early enough, we go sit down. Usually it's a Texas Roadhouse, Olive Garden, and sometimes right. Chili's, although the Chili's by our house has been very iffy lately so yeah. so staff uh, change probably probably a lot of the crew yeah. is different yeah so anyway so that's the the kind of stuff we do but yeah thursdays now and um i tell my clients that you know by about three o'clock on thursday i'm i'm done and you're not going to get me right thursday yeah. afternoons yeah. so so greg you sent me a couple of messages this weekend and uh when i saw it it just took me back you know we mentioned like how certain things and songs and things uh, they're like time machines right it'll take you back and you sent me a few screenshots or, or a few pictures of, of what you guys were doing and i'm like wow just mario brothers and being on christmas vacation just memories started flooding in of my childhood and my kids growing up and and you know even the, my, the two that are with me now just video games and the christmas break so why don't you tell us what you guys got into this weekend yeah, so I've been I've been trying to find things to keep my brain going, but that didn't require a lot of thinking. And so I've been playing more games. <laughs> right. Because I did and, notice you were laying back in the bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Jason made fun of me for always playing games on my Switch on the little bitty screen. So I actually was playing yeah. on the TV in my bedroom. And um, I decided to play the original Mario Brothers and go in and do it and just have some fun with that. And the first time I ran through it, I got clear to to level four before I died at all. And right. then I got hammered in level four. So whatever. But, um, I realized when I was playing it up here on the TV, I thought I need to show the grandkids this because they've been into these, they call them yoga videos. So during the pandemic, a bunch of people put out videos to get kids active and moving. Right. And it was the kind of stuff where they would put it in a fun environment and they'd be showing you when to run and when to duck. And like one of them, they throw snowballs at the Grinch you know, some of those okay. kinds of really cool things. And Mario, there's a bunch of Mario ones in there. So I holler down and have them come up and they're both going, Mario, Mario, you know, they're just so excited. Um, and so we're in there and I'm playing and they're trying to tell me when to jump and they get excited when I land on the mushroom and they are just bouncing. I think I sent you that first video and they are just going yeah. a million miles an hour. So I thought, you know what, let me let them try and play this. And so I put it on. And the problem is they don't have the muscle memory 
yet, right? They don't know where the jump button is. And so right, they right. see the mushroom coming. They know they need to jump, but they have to look down at the controller, find the button and press it. And by the time they do, they're dead. So um, I said, you know what? I have another game for you. So I put on Mario Kart and they just went bonkers. Yeah. I mean, they just went nuts playing that thing. And so um, I was telling you before we hit record that I was looking at uh, the oldest one pressing the button and her knuckle was white. And I'm like, oh man, she's going to destroy my controller. Yeah. And I've got special <laughs> got edition controllers, <laughs> right? So they get done and and their mom reminds me that she had a Switch and hadn't been playing it. And I said, well, let's go ahead and set it up on the big TV downstairs. So we set it mm-hmm. up and then the controllers were dead because it hadn't been turned on in so long. So yeah. anyway, we get all that set up and I'm upstairs and taking a nap or something on Saturday. And then, you know, I can hear them just squealing right. downstairs right. and they're downstairs. They had gone through five Grand Prix on Mario Kart in a yeah. row. And uh, then yesterday, twice they were playing, um, yeah. played it in two different big chunks and they're just they're absolutely loving it. And I forgot just how much fun it was, right? To just be right. a kid and just right. enjoy some of that kind of stuff. And so I told their mom, I said, you know, we need to watch the sales over the holidays and find some of those activity-based games that they can play, right? The yes. sports games or the bowling. Yeah, not or, just Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. bowling and the, and the yeah. just dances and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so yeah. It, it is, it is, I'm glad they got that experience because, you know, We'll we'll be long gone, and and there'll be you know adults and doing a podcast or a show or whatever or or you know whatever they do in their lives, and they'll remember that experience of sitting down on the bed with grandpa playing Mario Brothers or playing Mario Kart and things like that, and that's what I love, man. You know, just creating those yeah. memories, and so that's what it's all about. It's funny how your focus shifts in in life. You know, uh, anyway, I, I don't want to get philosophical or emotional about this thing, but I'm, I'm glad you guys got to share that experience. That That is a that is a really cool thing. And you created some gamers, which is what yeah. I love. That's what it's about. That's you know, the highlight of my weekend. Right. And and then I have to the two older ones are playing mm-hmm. and the younger one wants to play. But right. there's just no way. Right. So you give him a controller that's not connected. And yes. I remember doing that when we were playing some of the multiplayer Mario games um, on the Wii. Yes. And I remember turning off or taking the batteries out of a controller and handing it to my youngest son um, and him thinking he was playing while I was playing with the older ones, right? So right. you go through that phase too. There's your pro tip. If you're going to let the grandkids play it and the youngest one really can't play, they don't know any difference. Give them a controller without Just batteries or it's not connected yep. and let them play <laughs> So my nephew always brings that up to us. He's always like, you know, playing like he's traumatized from that or whatever. But uh, whenever we talk about it, whenever we're in a family group, he always reminds us like, y'all, he's always give me the controller that was unplugged. So that's uh, yep. that that's another good thing. So good tip. Good, good memory, yep. man. I, I enjoyed that. So thanks for sharing that with me, too. And all of us. Well, now, the real reason I did this is because that way when the new switch comes out next year which we talked about last week in the post show mm-hmm. that i can say oh no the grandkids need pop yeah. switch they need they need it they need this new game that's coming out right we need the new yeah. mario kart remember how much they love the old mario kart which was new yeah. to them <laughs> hardly but then i can also right then i can also hand down i can hand down the system too right hand down yep. the system to them 
There's the two older ones. They don't want to, wow, they can't fight over one. They can't share. That's not a good thing. They each need their own. So one can have moms and one can have grandpas and we'll be good. Actually, that's what'll end up happening. I'll get the new one. And then instead of them all being on their iPads or wanting to watch a show when it's raining and we're camping, Mm -hmm. all three of us will be sitting in there on the game controllers and my wife and the youngest one will be going, what? Right. They'll be left out. So. (laughs) Well, good news on that. Again, some of my guys that I listen to that that are heavy in the rumor mill, they're still saying sooner rather than later. So, bring it on. We're not waiting until next September for a new switch. I but agree. Let's jump into our main topic today. Again, thanks everyone that's listening. Uh, again, join the join the conversation, join the show, and and you know reach out to us on the social medias and and all of that. And and uh, let's get into it. Let's talk about what we're looking forward to. As, uh, as with an Apple focus uh, from Apple next year in 2024. So starting off here, we have the iPhone. Now you sent me a list, a 2024 list when we were pre- prepping for the show. And I'm like, this guy has an iPhone on there. Of course, we're all upgrading the iPhone next year. It's going to be awesome. It's going to have everything that we want. You know, he's, he's really looking forward and uh, far into the future. But then I thought about it, you know, when we say, what are we looking forward to the next year? Yeah, we're always looking forward to a new iPhone. So let's talk about it here, Greg. I, you mentioned several times that you're not going to get so attached to your, your 15 now because you know that you're going to upgrade. You're going to get on that that every year cycle, right? So do, what are you thinking? I don't know. So, I mean, the rumors around it are that it's not going to be a major upgrade, right? Right. And... You know, maybe the rest of the iPhones will get the action button, which I use on mine, but it's not mm-hmm. as useful as I thought it would be. Right. Right. And then maybe another button dedicated to the camera or to video. Okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, I use my phone more for camera stuff versus other iPhones that I've had just because it takes such good pictures right. and the video quality is so good. So... I think that's fine. But I mean, saying that we're going to get a new iPhone is like saying the sun's going to come up at some point next year, right? Right. We're going to get a new iPhone. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. And when I read the Bloomberg article, the Power On newsletter from Mark Gurman, when he talked about, yeah, 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 we're going to get an iPhone, but let's talk about what the year is really going to be about. I thought, okay, that gets me excited. So I'm going to say it this way. I'm excited that it's not going to be a gigantic revamp iPhone year. Really? Yeah, I am. Why? Because because that means they're going to focus on some other stuff. And we'll talk about some of those rumors here in a bit. And I am excited about those things. And I think my pocketbook might be excited if I don't have to buy multiple iPads and a headset and a new watch <laughs> and new headphones right. and... And a new iPhone on top of all of those things, right? So mm-hmm. um, I like the idea that the I don't I don't want them to get into gimmicky stuff to try and make next year's iPhone better than this year, right? I mean, right. a couple of it's really really nice. Like that, yeah. if they're if they're not going to go foldable for me, which is kind of the next thing I really want in an iPhone. If they're not ready to go there, then. Yeah, I mean, just keep iterating. I know it's their cash cow. It's over 50% of their revenue. So they've got to make sure that enough people upgrade. But 
I'm excited that it's the year to not have to worry about being so excited about the iPhone. Okay. All right. So I'm kind of with you there. I, I always like a form factor change, right? I wasn't happy with, you know, the soft edges and the colors and things like that on, on the new phone, uh, on the, on the 15, but man, I'm, I'm really hoping for a big change. I'm really hoping that it'll be enough to, to force us to upgrade, right? Because then we run into that situation like with the Ultra 2. You know, it just wasn't enough to get us to even be interested in it. And also a little mad about, you know, they didn't yeah. change enough, but they did change it, you know, a brighter screen and things like that. So well, I but you're on want the 14. enough changes. I'm you're on the 14, 14, so it'll be an upgrade Right, and me. so, yeah. So, I mean, even if they just add those couple of extra buttons, one, you'll get the action button, you'll get the video, dedicated video button. Right. You're going to get right. the better camera which yes. you know how good the camera's been. So you get the 5X zoom, the enhanced stabilization, screen, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I think for you, it might be a big enough upgrade to right. do it. And for me, it may be more of an ultra to ultra two year. Yes. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, unless they come out with that, that green, that, that forest green that uh, you love so much that I think that'll force your hand. That's probably what they'll do, right? They'll leave everything else the same and say, yeah, we've been focused on the other stuff this year, but here, have new colors. And it'll right. be a really good deep maroon or right. that right. really, really <laughs> deep green. And then I'll just want to cry. Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll go for it at that point. So, I mean, so, is there anything else you can think of that the iPhone... I mean, I haven't seen a whole lot. I mean, I know we're still way, 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 way early, but... Right. It just kind of makes sense considering everything else they've got on their plate for next year. Yes, it, it, it does. And maybe it will be just a speed bump. Um, no, I hadn't seen anything major. Although, like we always say, the rumors start the day of release day of the, of the current iPhone, right? So yeah. the, the, the 15 release, the rumors start swirling around already for the 16. But um, nothing major. No, nothing, nothing major. Of course... Uh, midsummer or something, we always get our yearly rumor that they're running into production issues and it's going to be delayed. And we always get stuff like that. But no, as, as far as as far as we can tell now, it's going to be business as usual around next year, next September. Um, we know we're getting an iPhone 16 and it's, it's going to be a good upgrade. So. So we'll move on from that. Let's talk about the Vision Pro. Now, when this was introduced, I think you and I both were all in, right? And yeah. I'm still willing. I'm still willing to do it, right? I I still like it, but I think we both got to the point where we said that if we're not going to use it for the show, right? Which we still may, you know, we we're yeah. going to make some changes and stuff. We'll talk about it, but unless we're going to be getting some kind of uh, revenue or some kind of income from using that thing, then maybe we'll just wait for the second generation, right? The next generation, the price will be lower. Uh, it'll have probably less features. They'll figure out what they need to have in it to, to get that cost and that value just right for people. So um, we know it's coming. They The, the $3,500 price is to price the average consumer out of the game, right? The, the casual technology users and whatever. And they can get this in the hands of people who are going to develop and give people more of a reason to 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 purchase this thing. So they want it in their hands first. Um but where, where are you standing at? Where, what are you thinking about this thing so far? Well, I know it's not vaporware, right? Because they put in 17.5 yeah. 
point two, we talked about this last week as well. They've started to put the software features to where you can record yep. the video and so other stuff. So I do think yep. it's coming early next year still. Early, I still think it's probably a Q1 kind of thing, I would think, mm -hmm. right? So it's not vaporware, so it's coming. Yes. It is what it is. It's coming. It's coming. And they we plan know on making much. some big changes. Yeah. Yep. So I think for me, it's going to depend on where kind of my professional and business focus goes next year. I can't justify it for just personal and for fun, yeah. right? It's too big of a price tag, which I think is fine. Um, but if like, I'm looking at the setup I have right here in front of me with between my laptop and two extra monitors and all of these cables and all of this other stuff, right? If the vision pro would just replace all of that for me, mm -hmm. that's a pretty significant thing. Right. And, and this is what I talked about. I'm more excited about being able to put the office suite in the vision pro, right. right. And have all of my applications up and running or if it's going to run iPad apps and I can use the iPad keyboard, whatever, right? I mean, those are some of the things. So I think it's really going to depend on where my business goes. Yes, we could decide that we want to do the show in the Vision Pro, which would be right. super, super duper cool. Um, we're struggling as it is to make our video stuff the way we want it. So that might be a, <laughs> too much of a leap for the very beginning, but we'll see. Um, and then it really just depends on where the other part of my business goes, right? I mean... Can I gain some productivity? Does it make things easier when I go work in the camp trailer, right? And I don't have to take anything else with me except for my MacBook. Does it make that kind of stuff possible? So those yeah. are the things that that I want to kind of evaluate when it comes to it. Once they get it down to a more consumer-friendly price range, absolutely, yeah. right? I mean, I love to have these, if I think about entertainment and stuff in a camp trailer, I mean, you're talking about the ultimate way to do this, right? I don't have to have a TV or a monitor right. or anything Throwing like that. Throwing that headset, yep. Talking to yeah. your microphone. So, yeah. We'll see. That might require some share capabilities. So Karen and I could both watch a movie mm -hmm. in headsets at the same time and some of that kind of stuff. So I want to see where that goes. And then honestly, it's also going to depend on where a lot of their other products go next year. If I have to prioritize products... Mm -hmm. I can't put the Vision Pro at the top right. of the right. priority list. So, and we'll talk about some of those other products. And we talked about iPads last week, right? I think right. Um, if if I could do all of those things I talked about in the Vision Pro, or if I can buy a new 12.9 inch iPad and iOS or iPad OS 18 means I can do all of our video, I can record the podcast in multiple channels, all that kind yep. of stuff on the iPad. Yep. I'll spend $3,000 on the iPad before I would spend yeah. the $3,500 yeah. on the Vision Pro. So that's yeah. kind of where I'm at on the Vision Pro, but I'm still excited about it. The The concept behind the technology, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Can you imagine if I could, um, hopefully that we'll be able to capture the, the 3D video in something other than the um, iPhone, but like if mm -hmm. I could buy a GoPro, that can capture the 3D video right, and right. on some of my bike rides that I do. How yeah. cool would that be to watch some of those in the thing? And not just that, but to be able to, during the winter, to be able to put on that headset, pull up mm -hmm. one of my bike rides and get on my stationary bike. Right, and ride along and ride with ride the yourself. stationary bike, right. but see, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities there. We'll see. 
we'll see where we go with all that. Right, right. And I'm kind of the same. You, you know, we, we talked about the iPad. You know, that's at the top of my list, right? It, it, when when they were having, me and my wife were having a conversation about what do I want for Christmas? And I'm like, I don't want anything for Christmas. I want to pay off some of my credit cards and things like that. She's like, oh, that's no fun. And I'm like, well, Greg and I, on the show we mentioned, that it's kind of hard for us to say what we really want for Christmas because what we really want isn't coming until March, you know, or, or yeah. May or something next year. So, and these are, you know, big ticket items and, uh, okay. I kind of understand that. So what do you want just as a, you know, just as a little something to hold you over. So iPad is definitely at the top of my list. And then if it does what we want it to do, which is the hints are kind of going towards that direction, right? We know it's going to have a more powerful chip, uh, the battery, hopefully improvements to battery life and things like that. Um, then yeah, I'm with you. I would rather spend more on the iPad that I want and less on, on everything else. And again, I did just mentioned, I'm going to get a phone and <laughs> I, I need to go with more than the entry level, you know, uh, uh, capacity, but yeah, yeah. I would rather spend more on the device that we can use yeah. for multiple things, um, than, than just something to play around with and you know things like that so the vision pro while i'm still interested in it i'm still excited about it i can't wait for it to release uh, or more information and to see what people create with it um yeah i'm gonna have to hold out on that until yeah. the next the, the next iteration of that the next generation yeah. which we know would be stripped down a little bit we know some of these features are going to go out they're going to streamline it just to make it at a cheaper uh, price range for everyone else for the for the general public and I'm hoping that maybe that'll fall into that $1,500 range that'll, you know, really make this thing, um, really, uh, you know, really get it into the yeah. hands of everybody. So, yeah. All right, Jason, here's the one thing that would make me fight my way to get it on day one. And I'm betting you're going to say yes, me too. So Apple, if you're listening, this is all you have to do to get Jason and I to pull the trigger. Cause I know you want our money. Yep announce a partnership with Nintendo yep. that the new Switch can airplay to the Vision Pro and I'm in. I'm done. I'm in already. I'm yep. in. 100%. <laughs> Mario Kart on the Vision Pro. Sign me up on day one. Right, right. Same here. Won't Playing Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom or any Zelda game, I'm in. So, no, actually don't do that so we don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Our our, our but, wives are listening to this episode, both going, please don't do that. Yeah, yeah, please, please don't. don't. <laughs> so, but man, that that would be really cool to, Wouldn't to, that be to cool? play those games. Yeah, yeah. And so, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they want to get it into the hands of these developers and stuff like that, right? So, you know, you know, Nintendo is going to have some. All of these big time developers, Capcom and and all Hope of these so. game companies, as well as the the app developers, the major ones, right? Uh, yeah. You know. Um, being able to get, you know, their, their, their software just to integrate with that seamlessly. Yeah. They're, they're, they're already boxed up and ready to be shipped to get into the hands of the people that need it. And in this last update, they released so people can already start creating content and things like that for it, you know, on, on their, on their yeah. current iPhones. And that's, that's the other thing is even if we want this on day one, I just think it's going to be so constrained that, yeah. um, I mean, if I'm Apple, I would be offering it to the press 
that have yeah. the big audiences to start with, right? The Marquez Brownleys, the yeah. Relay FM group, the Twit group, you know, those that are really doing iJustine, all of those, even yeah. though they say, yes, we're going to send you review units, I would, I would be prioritizing who I want to have buy these things, they right? And yeah. th they should, right? Absolutely should. So I think if they launch it on March 30th, I don't know how long the wait's going to be before we would be. We might have to decide to get in line so that we can get one in September or for Christmas next year or something like that, right? right. But right. So that's the other thing that I think would play into this. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it, but I just don't see logistically. If you had to tell me to decide now, I'd tell you that I would be waiting till 2025 on it. So. Yeah. Yeah, same here. So that's the Vision Pro. Uh, again, we still we're still excited about it, but not uh, not ready to pull the trigger. At least not in twenty twenty four. So, so let's jump into the uh, the Apple Watch. Which part of part of part of me was pretty angry last year that they upgraded so soon. I think they should have held those features. Um, also, too, part of it was worry. Like, why are they upgrading it so fast? Is there something wrong with this current one? Um, I'm having some microphone issues. But other than that, it functions fine. I don't have any issues, no issues with battery life. So those worries kind of went away, but it was kind of concerning. Like, why did they upgrade it so fast? You know, why did they, why did they add some new features? Make the screen brighter. Is my screen going to be uh, going out on me? But so it made let's sense talk about on some the series. It rumors. made sense to launch the Series 9, right? Because right, they've right. had a new one every year. They have never skipped yep. a new model. And they've always been kind of incremental upgrades but the ultra to go to ultra two for the, the couple of things that you got i just don't yeah i don't it yeah. was kind of odd yeah that they yeah. did that and maybe i should go look but i haven't really seen anybody saying i've worn both the ultra and the ultra two and this is how much better the battery life or screen or any of that kind of stuff on the ultra two is i mean it's still my my ultra is still my my thing and my kids love the snoopy watch face by the way my Youngest, when he's trying, when we're trying to get him to go to sleep, lay him by us. That's all he wants to do is cover Snoopy that. and then tap him. <laughs> cover Snoopy and tap him, and he's like Snoopy, Snoopy. And I'm like Snoopy went to sleep. Yeah. So <laughs> right. So so I see you have some uh, some Apple Watch rumors here. Now this was always a big one for me, and that's the blood pressure monitor, right? And yeah. the, uh, the the glucose uh, um, level reader and stuff. Which, you know, the main focus was health anyway with these watches, right? To get us more active, to get us, you know, the gamification of getting your steps in and burning your calories and and um, um, things like that. So, um, if none of that happens, though, would you be interested in moving from the ultra? I don't know. I mean, we'll have to really see. So, if I take a step back and think about this, and some of this comes from reading Power On, right? That. Mm -hmm. If this next year is going to be the year of the wearable for Apple, right? So right. you're talking Which they, we've Vision been Pro. saying that for the past five years. This is going to be yeah, the year of the wearable. But, I mean, it kind of looks like everything could come together this year to make that happen. Yes. So you've got the Vision Pro coming out. You've got the rumors that were dropped about the Apple Watch X. Mm -hmm. um, then you've got new AirPods, new AirPods Max, and then probably in 2025, I think is what German said, more AirPods Pro features. 
Um, so if you think about this concept of the wearables getting the focus, I like that thing because then it becomes a health focus, right? It becomes right. about health. And so we know that this year the Series 9 and the Ultra 2 got improved heart sensors, improved accuracy. That is one thing that I've heard people talk about is sometimes when I'm out doing workouts that my heart rate stuff goes gray because it's like the sensor can't get my heart rate. Okay. And I've heard that that's improved greatly. And there are new sensors in the Ultra. So that's good. And so if there's a redesign, if there's improved screen technology, if there's improved battery technology, if there's other features that are coming in, and then they get one or both, the blood pressure or the glucose, and just think about if they got both, mm -hmm. all of a sudden the Apple Watch becomes the must-have health device in everybody's lives, right? Not just Apple geeks or any of that kind of stuff, especially if they could let the Apple Watch stand on its own and not require an iPhone to pair to, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you think about my uh, father-in-law that has diabetes. If he could get an Apple Watch and have it monitor his glucose versus having to prick his finger all the time, right? How much right. better? Right. How much better would that be? And so I think about that kind of stuff. And yes, it gets me super, super, super excited. The one thing about these features that I think is important to point out, and Apple's done with this with the temperature sensor, um, with the current heart rate monitor, there none of this stuff is, is designed to diagnose anything, right? What right. they're really trying to do is to give you data or give you a heads up that says, hey, something has changed. Maybe you ought to go talk to a doctor about that. So if you think about a blood pressure monitor, yeah. um, you know, you and I both monitor our blood pressure. And so I already know I have hypertension. So mm -hmm. I'm dealing with it. I'm working on it. What I would want the Apple Watch to tell me is, hey, it's gone up more than normal, right? And hasn't gone back down. Yes. So you may want to go have it checked or you may want to put on a regular cuff. Yeah, check check and, it. Yeah, check, right. check it with a more accurate machine or something. Yeah. And same thing with the glucose monitor to be able to say something like, hey, your trends are changing. So I've been sick for the last three weeks and I can't tell you how many health notifications I've gotten saying you have a new trend and they're all going in the wrong direction. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. Right. So that kind of stuff is super, super useful. So uh, a couple of years ago, I uh, had um, on my blood pressure cuff that I have, it said I had some irregular heartbeat stuff going on. And so um, between that and the data that I got on my Apple Watch that was showing some of the patterns, I was able to go in, have a meaningful conversation with my physician, got mm -hmm. referred to a cardiologist who then checked everything out and said, just keep doing what you're doing, right? Nothing to worry about, those kinds of things. So it was nice to have those pre-alerts that told me, hey, you might want to go have a conversation and be aware of some of this kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, it led to more tests and they put on the real monitors and I had to wear that stupid thing for... 24 hours or whatever the case would be and all that kind of stuff. But at least the watch told me you might want to go talk to somebody about this kind of stuff. And for me, it turned out not a big deal, but I do have to keep my eye on it. Yes. Right. For a lot of people, and we've seen these stories, they get these pre alerts and then they go in and they find there's something really wrong, but they catch it soon enough. So it's not a problem. So I love this. Uh, this will be a slam dunk buy for me. If I get either of those, I don't have diabetes. Um, I do have the high blood pressure, right? but it would be a slam dunk if I got one or both of those sensors, just even for peace of mind, 
Right. Cause I hate putting the blood pressure cuff on. I do it when I feel like I need to, but if I just had that on my <laughs> wrist then it would just passively go in and do it or whatever the case may be. And just tell me if I need, it's just a nice thing. I mean, it's the same thing that happened with the O2 sensor, even though it doesn't diagnose everything. Mm-hmm. When COVID would hit and people were freaking out about not being able to breathe, it was just nice to have that O2 sensor and to be able to go in and say, Oh no, I look like, it looks like I'm good to go. And Every time I go in for a checkup, they do my oxygen and I compare it to what my Apple Watch says. And it's yep. always within it's a reasonable close. range, right, right. right? So I think that's great if they start to put like temperature sensors in the AirPods, because that's a good place to take a temperature is inside your ear, mm-hmm. right? All of those other kinds of things. I think it'll be great for folks that want to be more aware of their health. Again, mm-hmm. these are not diagnostic tools, but they want to be more aware of their health and, um, you know, get some a pre-warning if they need to, um, if they need to right. go have a conversation with a doctor about it. So yeah. I love it. Um, if none of this stuff happens this year, I don't know, I might stick with the ultra, but I worry about the battery life, right. At some point, um, yeah. starting to not be what I want it to be. And that's one of the reasons I have the ultra is for the, the battery life. So, yeah. Yeah. and if I get out camping more which means more bike riding, um, that's even more more important for me. So yeah. anyway, yeah. that was a lot. No, no, no. I, and I agree with, with, with you 100%. Like, even if it doesn't get these monitors, um, it, it's going to take some, some, some pretty wild changes, right? I'm not, I'm not looking for anything in particular outside of the blood pressure monitor. I've wanted that. Since those rumors started, I've wanted that. And I think that we hadn't gotten it because, like you said, when when you compare the the readings that you get from your watch to the actual you know results and stuff from your testing, they're usually pretty close. So it has to be something with this blood pressure monitor that's not giving them an accurate reading. So as soon as they perfect that, as soon as they get that down, um, I'm I'm all for it. But even if I don't get it, um, just some standard improvements and things like that would would you know. Better battery life definitely would be something that I would jump on, even though this battery life is already awesome enough on on this watch. Um, the brighter screen, which we already got in the Ultra 2, um, I can use a brighter screen, but I'm not going Ultra 2. Ultra 3, if it has an even brighter screen than, than this one, and along with everything else, I'll, I'll be jumping on it. But yeah, I, I can't think of uh, anything in particular that would make me, um, you know, just jump on on a new watch. but a blood pressure monitor, the other sensors, that that's an automatic gimme, day one for me. Yep. I think even without those, I think I'll be more likely to upgrade my watch this year than my phone based on current rumors. Yep. But again, yeah. I'm on the brand new phone. So and yep. for you, it may make more sense to go with the phone versus the the um, versus the watch. What I'm trying to avoid here this year is Two new iPads, mm-hmm. a Vision Pro, a new Apple Watch Ultra, and a new <laughs> iPhone 16 Pro Max, right? right. That's kind of the... <laughs> now, y'all that are listening, if you want to go in and hit our Patreon or whatever and right. build I up the show to, to the that. point where where we need to buy these things and we can just take it straight out of that, happy to do that. But if I just yep. think about my personal pocketbook, um, yeah. Hey, not all of those in the same year. <laughs> right, right. 
So let's talk about this last part. Well, no, actually, actually it's not the last part, but we kind of, we kind of bundled all of the Mac stuff together, right? So the Mac Mini, the Mac Studio, and well, you have here the Pro, but Maybe. we already got new know. Pros. You think no, we're not the get... MacBook Pro, the Mac Pro itself, right? The oh, the big, the big the Pro. Tower. That's right. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah. The yeah, studio so... kind of, studio kind of threw me off there. I forgot about the Mac Studio, which is for you know uh av yeah. pros and stuff like that so yeah the mac pro um we know that this is coming right maybe they're not in a I, huge rush to to get these I out think, but i think the mini and mini in the studio are slam dunks they're gonna get yeah. the m3 m3 series of chips they'll yeah. introduce the ultra which will go in, be one of the options in the studio but you know my question is are we really going to get the mac pro now the only the only thing i can say is it's the last one on on Intel, right? The Mac mm-hmm. Pro. If you were to buy it today, you're still buying. Yeah, and Intel, you're still buying sure. it on, right? Yeah, no, they haven't yeah. launched the Mac Pro in Apple Silicon. So, will we get a Pro, or is Apple going to concede that and just say, "Look, if you're that high end of a user, you get the maxed out Studio and yes. call it good," right? So, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that one. Um, but the others are, I think are slam dunks. They're going to get the M3 chips. Right. Right. So I'm excited for a new Mac mini. Right. And let me tell you why, because I finally fall into that category that we're talking about. So I don't need an M3 Mac mini. Right. But what I'm hoping the Mac Mini is released with the M3, uh, M3 Pro or, or Ultra or Max or, or, you know, whatever they put in it. And that drives down the price to the to the current model, right, to, to the older models. And maybe I can take advantage of that Apple refurbs that we that was our tech tip for a few weeks ago. So I'm excited for a new one, not because I need the latest one. And we mentioned this before. If you don't fall into that category where you want the latest and greatest, you just want a good uh, a good quality machine for a reasonable price, then yeah, when the new Mac Minis come out, maybe that'll make the current generation a little more affordable. It pushes it down in my price range that I'm willing to spend for one, and uh, I can jump on that. So I'm excited for the up the, for the 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 upgrade, not to upgrade to the latest one, but to maybe you know get the uh, the current generation. So I don't think yeah. that's a bad thing. M3 and everything. No. I think that's a good move. I and mean, we know I think they're going to make that move eventually. Yeah. And real-time follow-up, Jason, there is a Mac Pro with, I thought they had said they had completed the transition. So the current Mac Pro is on the M2. Okay. So, so yeah, it's not, I I, I totally skipped that. It's just not the computer. I can't imagine a scenario where I'm in the market right. for this particular computer. It starts at right. 7000 dollars yeah i could buy all of the other stuff i talked about <laughs> for less than a yep. mac pro at the very very base so yeah i apologize to the listeners out there there is a mac pro um if you need it you already know it uh you yes, already paid you know. for it probably on the you m2 chip but it. i'm guessing it'll get the m3 this year that m3 ultra and cause it good but how i'm just curious let me i'm gonna i just want to see how expensive this mac can get yeah so i'm gonna yeah, max let's, out let's everything out. and and again 92 gigabytes of memory wow eight terabytes of storage the wheels are 400 dollars mm-hmm. yeah um 
I won't install any of that other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it sounds like it's going to be a doozy. $12,199 before you buy a monitor. Yep. Or or uh or Apple Care. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you know you need it, you need it, right? If yeah, you're buying, I mean, this nobody's is... buying this to 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 look at YouTube videos on. Yeah, right? no, and <laughs> this is for Pixar. They're buying these by the dozen, yeah. right? Along with the the high end monitors that cost another ten grand, um, so that they can put all the stuffs on them, and you know they right. make it back in in five movie tickets because it's expensive to go see a movie right now. But, um, but yeah, so I think it'll get it. I agree. The most interesting one to me is probably the mini. Um, you know, that was on my list. Could I have gotten a mini instead of this MacBook pro? No, because I need to be so much more portable. Yeah. You need to be portable. But, But those Mac minis would be great. I mean, it would solve a couple of the concerns that we have about some of our production stuff, but I don't think it, I still don't think it'll solve everything because we're still working on some of the video stuff. So, um, but yeah, put M3s and all of those um, devices and uh, and call it good. So apologies that I screwed up and thought that we were still on Intel for the Mac Pro. Yeah, yeah, no, thanks for that update. I'm glad you, glad you checked that. But twelve thousand maxed out, that is a doozy. So <laughs> yeah. And then we go to the other end of the spectrum, which I think is probably the most interesting one and the one mm-hmm. that I'm a little surprised didn't get updated already, right? Which is the MacBook Air, which is their number one, yeah. got to be their number one selling Mac, period, end of I would story, think so. right? Yeah. Because yeah. this last generation was so great. Well, the current generation yeah. is it, so great. It, yeah. it's, such a, it's such an awesome machine. So I'm willing to believe, too. I'm willing to bet this is not, they're not, not going to make a big hoopla out of this, right? This is just going to be a store update. Right. This is just yeah. going to be um, you'll you'll see your Twitters, you see your 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 exes and and uh, exes, <laughs> whatever you call it now, uh, your, your tweets and uh, wherever you get your news from on YouTube. And they're just going to say, hey, the store went down for a minute. It came back up. There's new MacBook M3 MacBook Airs on there. So no body yeah. style change. No, you know, form factor changes. No, no features. Maybe a new color. Maybe it'll get that that black that the uh, the uh, MacBook Pro has. Um, it's pretty nice. Yeah, I got to tell you, unless you're looking at it in, I, I love it because most of the lighting that I see it in, it looks black. So yeah, yeah. So I don't see them making a big deal. It's not going to get any stage time, right? No, nah. uh, it'll get a commercial and a uh, and a uh, update on the on the app store on the uh, on the Apple website. You know, and they could do that with the other Macs too, except for the Ultra chip. They want to make a big deal about how much better the new Ultra chip is, right? But then if you think about it, you've got the 13 and 15 inch MacBook Airs, you've got the 14 inch MacBook Pro, the standard one, then you've got the 14 and 16 inch MacBook Pros with the bigger chips, right? And then you've got the Mini, the Studio, and the Pro. Everything sits on M3. You just decide what your use case is and call it good. So I think that's a pretty darn solid Mac lineup for for next year or so. I think so. And and because of the scary fast event, it's just going to be an update. So look out for that. You know, if you're holding out, you know, like like we were telling you guys to do, or if you're, you know, just not in the market for it now, but, you know, early next year, just kind of be aware. Just kind of follow yeah. some some tech guys, some tech dads like me and Greg or some of the uh, the usual suspects on Twitter. And as soon as it's updated, 
we'll, you know, we'll, we'll let you guys know. Look, if you're in the market for a MacBook Air, you can buy it now. And buy the M2 so. or find a refurb M1. I mean, right. honestly, I, I wouldn't if, recommend if, that one. If, if you're, if MacBook Air is your jam, right? If yeah. you know that's what you need because you're just going to write papers and watch video and that kind of stuff on it, you can yeah. buy any MacBook Air with Apple Silicon out there. And right. I think you're good. You're going to be yeah, good for the for next few years. Quite some time. Yeah. 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 Now, if you want yeah, the bigger it, screen, you got to go with the M2 because it's the 15 only comes with the M2, right? So if you want that bigger screen, you need to go there. But I just don't see how you go wrong with a MacBook Air with Apple Silicon right now. Yes, get the one with the M2 or wait for the M3 if you can. But if if you're really budget conscious, that M1 MacBook Air, I think it'll be fine. I think so too. Yeah, if you're budget conscious, right? Because you can get that for a really good price and it'll still, like we just said, it'll be good for years. It is a really good machine. So I would, in, in certain cases, I would recommend getting that M1. But this close to the M3 release, yeah, you should be M2 or just holding out for the uh, for the M3. If your budget allows, yeah. right? If you if you have the ability or if you're that, that guy that you're going to walk into the Apple store and just say, give me this and hand them your card, then I would say just wait for the wait for the M3. Here's a 13, the 13 inch MacBook Air M1 chip, mm-hmm. 850 bucks. So right. it's $150 cheaper. Right. So there's right. that. The M2s are running it because um, remember they jump price, right? So yeah. they start at a thousand ninety nine. So you can get an M2 refurb. So I take that back. There are M2 refurbs in here. Yeah. So the difference is seventy dollars between yeah. the M1 and the M2. Get the M2. Gotta go. Gotta go M2. Yeah. You gotta go this close to the to the to a refresh. Uh, and we say this close. We don't know if it's gonna be, you know, first quarter or third quarter. But and we know that they're they coming. have, they have fifteen inch refurbs. MacBook Airs too already with the M2 chip. Already, what are they running? Two hundred bucks, two hundred bucks cheaper, thousand ninety nine. That's my that's my go to, the fifteen inch Air refurb. Yeah, if you're looking to get a Christmas gift for someone, if this is the the class you're going, yeah, jump on that one. That is a good deal. And and remember, we're talking Apple refurb. We're not talking about some stranger Correct. on Amazon. So still qualifies for Apple Care. Still get that one year warranty from from Apple. So if anything goes wrong, this is as close to buying it new, and still getting all those same benefits and perks as you're going to get from anyone. Yeah, agreed. Jump on that. Yep. So AirPods and AirPods Max. So originally we were seeing that these were coming, but now it's sounding like we're maybe we're not going to get, or we may get some new AirPods, but the AirPod Max have been pushed back. We may not get new AirPod Max at all. We may get something else, right? But you're 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 here in 2025 on on some of the on the pros. So you know, if, yeah. if I look at Power On, they're talking about pros just got a revamp with the USB C case, right? And there mm-hmm. were a couple of extra features that go along with the Vision Pro. That spatial, some of the audio stuff that would go along with Vision right. Pro. But they haven't revamped the AirPods, but there's talk about the AirPods having two different models. One of them would be a little higher end, so something in between the AirPods and the AirPods Pro that would have some active noise cancellation, maybe not everything we get in the Pros, right? Because remember the Pros would want to end up somewhere in between those two. The Pros have 
adaptive audio, conversation awareness, you know, all of those different features that they have in them. So something in between. And then the other rumor is, and they need to redo these, but that um, that the AirPods Max are finally going to get USB-C. Um, okay. But not a whole lot of extra um, beyond that. And I, I think that makes sense because, I mean, they don't sell a whole lot of them. I'm just looking at this article right here. Mm-hmm. They don't sell a whole lot of these. And honestly, I'm not in the market for new Maxes. Anyway, the only time I actually use these are when we record. Um, so I wouldn't be in the market for new maxes, but the other thing that they've got coming and this may get more relevant as you and I get a little bit older is that they're starting to work on software for the hearing aid functionality. Now that in the U S you can sell hearing aids over the counter, right? You don't have to be a specialty provider for hearing aids. So, um, you know, I'll be curious to see where this goes. And that's why the wearable stuff to me gets so exciting is there's so much more that Apple can do when you think about different health sensors in the watch or in the AirPods and mm-hmm. hearing aid kind of stuff and um, smaller form factors so that are more comfortable in my ears. And I yeah. think about that kind of stuff versus what else could they add to the iPhone that would yes. make it so awesome if they're not ready to do form factor change changes. Yeah. So, you know, not a big deal on the AirPods and the AirPods Max, but, you know, more stuff coming out. And um, I love this focus on the wearable stuff and health. So give me all of the things. Yeah. Um, the, the hearing aid thing too is that, that's another thing that's all a rumor that's always been around, just like the blood pressure monitor on the watch. Uh, always from, from the very beginning when we got the AirPods, um, it was hearing aids. These are going to be the hearing aids of the future, but I don't think the battery life is there for that type of, uh, and maybe with this next generation, it may be right. It, it improves some battery life, improve the software, which, which will help out with the battery life. And yeah, they may, it may be moving in that direction, which I think, you know, just like the Apple Watch, how it changed the whole uh, uh, smartwatch market, you know, right? There were, there were just Fitbits at the time. Now people just use standard, you know, hearing aids and stuff. I know there's a few different companies now and they're smaller and smaller. I, I, I see them, but I think when a company like Apple jumps into that, it changes the whole landscape of, you know, yeah. now all all watches, including Fitbits, you know, now they all look like Apple watches now, right? Yeah. Phones look like so many different things, but when iPhone came out, they all look like iPhones now. So hearing aids will all kind of look like AirPods once yeah. Apple decides to to jump in that game. So, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm all for that. All right, and the last thing we had, well, that was the last thing we had, but um. You know, just to remind everybody, we are expecting new iPads. Uh, we don't know how they're going to do. We know it's going to have the M3 chip, but we don't know if they're going to split it out into three different versions or two different versions, right? They may not need three different versions of the M3 chip in, in the iPad. So even if they do a Pro M3 chip, an iPad Pro M3 Pro, and an iPad Pro with just a regular M3 um what are you thinking? What where you fall into that? Would would you be going with that entry level M3, which would still be good and powerful enough, but would you be matching your your MacBook with the pro level of the M3 and the iPad? I don't know. I, I or iPad OS 17 doesn't seem to have anything that would take advantage of the pro right. level chip. Right. So I'd want to know what was coming in iOS 18, if they take that approach, 
Right. Um, let's say it's March. If they take that approach and it's the end of March when that stuff comes out, I probably would hold on the 12.9 if I needed to make that kind of a decision until WWDC. Right. Just so right. I could see what they're saying. Hey, if you got the pro version of the chip in the iPad, here's some extra features that are enabled. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know that they're going to do that. I don't know that the yeah. iPad lineup needs that level of diversity. If they do that, I'll be hopeful for WWDC. Yes. That they're going to yeah. intra- introduce some really high-end features that can take advantage of that chip. But they've never done that so far. It's always been the same chip in right, the Pro right. iPads. So we'll see. So I'm hoping the M3 chip, too, will be powerful enough. So software aside, you know, because we did, we had this conversation last week that iOS 17 just didn't introduce any new software features. Everything was just a holdover from iPhone or, you know, just kind of an afterthought when it came to fixing iOS. stage manager, which right, was really right. broken. Right. It was, it was, and it, and it works really, really great now, but software aside, if they tell me there's an M3 chip in this one, but we're going to do the M3, uh, uh, M3 pro or whatever they call it for, you know, for the iPad version, an upgraded version of the uh, M3. And it supports, like we said, the multiple channels of the audio and video. You know, yeah. you need that chip to be able to, to push two monitors, uh, you know, um, um, you know, just a wider range of devices and multiple devices at the same time. Then uh, that, would make, that would push me to, you know, an yeah. upgraded version of the M3. Now, I'm hoping... You know, and and the bank account is hoping that the the regular M3 chip will be able to handle all of that on the iPad. Yeah. But if they do say, hey, there's an upgraded version of the M3, and you need it to be able to do this hardware and things like that, and so yeah, uh, software aside, if if it has any hardware benefits, then uh, I would be I would be jumping on it. So. All right, Greg. So, so that's all I had today. Just you know, just what we're looking forward to with Apple. Uh, what do we have lined up for next week? You want to talk about? Absolutely episode? nothing. Yep. Yep. So uh, yeah, <laughs> so we have uh, we are everything will go dark next right. week. Uh, just just not going to do it. We both need to kind of reset. We're going to do some testing maybe during that week after Christmas and to maybe launch some improve quality on the video kind of stuff. We'll see. That's the idea at least. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, we're not going to drop an episode next week. And um, I don't know, you know, just a thought, maybe that first week we can talk about CES because I know that'll yeah. be coming up really soon. Maybe that can be the post-show conversation. But one of the things that that might be good to talk about that first week is just how do you reset your tech, right? How do you get things ready for the new year are there cleanup things you should do like cleaning out photos or you know whatever the case may be i don't know we'll think about it we'll see what comes up or maybe santa claus will be really nice to one of us and we'll get some new tech thing that we just have to talk about but yeah right now i'm not even thinking about that first week of january but we will drop an episode that'll be january 3rd uh we'll record on the second drop on the third um but who knows what it'll be yeah yeah all right. Sounds good. Sounds good. So we'll take a quick break. We're going to spend some time with family. We're going to enjoy the grandkids and our kids and, and uh, just, you know, take this end of the year to be thankful about everything and and uh, such a wonderful year that we've had. And yeah, we'll, we'll pick it up next week. So all of you tech nerds out there, thank you for 
a great, a wonderful year, and uh, we'll see you New Year's. What well, a week before New Year's, going into the New Year. No, New Year's. After yeah. the New Year. We're not going to do anything going into the New Year. Right, right. No episode. So, be so we'll see week. you the, yeah, January 3rd. That's when we'll see you. Yep, January 3rd. Well, thanks, guys, for, for such a wonderful year. Again, everyone that shared the podcast, everyone that's that's recommended us, everyone that subscribed. And, and uh, oh, my brother, he subscribed. He, he said, I, I meant to put this in the uh, programming notes up on, on the top. But, um, yeah, he subscribed, and he said, I, I shared the video the other day. I'm like, hey, check out the, it was the iPad conversation. And he listened to it. He was like, yeah, that was a really good video. I thought I was subscribed to you. So he hit the subscribe button again. So if you somehow got unsubscribed or or something, you know, just double check to make sure that you're subscribed if you're listening. Or if you're watching the shorts or anything like that, just it's free. Just hit subscribe. Yep. It won't cost you anything but a couple of milliseconds. So yep. it helps us out a lot. All right, All right Jason, Grace, I got a cool I got a cool one, or maybe a cheesy one, but I got one this time. What is it? All right. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to all. <laughs> and to all, a good night. I love uh, it. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll see you next Thanks, year. Thanks, everyone. Next year. Bye.